Hello, welcome to the Word of Hope podcast. We believe it is the Word of God that changes and strengthens our lives in such a way that we are able to effectively fulfill our assignment and manifest heaven right here on earth. It is our goal to lead you to a place of confidence and hope as you help others progress and elevate. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's prepare our hearts for today's message. Tonight, we're going to continue down this vein of pulling down this stronghold called a victim mindset. Now, this mindset is, uh, this, this stronghold is challenging. Everybody kept saying challenging, challenging, challenging. Ms. Deborah said challenging is an understatement. It is God, we can't grow without a challenge. You might want to write that down somewhere. There are going to be some things that I'm going to say that's not going to be on this paper. So you got to still bring your notebooks. Amen. You got to still write out this stuff. Amen. Glory to God. That, that, that we can't grow without a challenge. If God can't challenge us in areas, then we'll get complacent and yeah. comfortable yeah. and content in those areas and we'll live beneath our potential. Come on, say potential. Potential, potential is what you're capable of. Amen. And sometimes our, our potential and how we're actually living are not lining up. We're living beneath what we're capable of. Amen. Glory to God. So we talked about pulling down strongholds and I got a couple of things I want, I want to review on before we jump into tonight's uh, message, Necessary Steps of Victorious Living, of oh, Victorious Thinking, not just living, but it's a certain mindset, thought pattern that we're supposed to have. Now, number one, let, let, let's, let's review this. That Satan's goal is to access, seize, and control mental territory in your mind. Because when you get 15 parts into a series, Toy, we have a tendency to forget some of the stuff that was said on the first one, the first message, amen. And Satan's goal is, is to access, come on, say it with me. Let's read it together and it reads. Satan's goal is to access, That's when we talked about the different lobes. The frontal lobe, the occipital lobe, the temporal lobe, and, and the parietal lobe. We talked about the different parts of your brain and what they are for and how the enemy looks to bleed into or leak into every area of your thinking and control the way you think. That's where we get that scripture from over there in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 and 27, where it says that don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Yeah. You remember what your brain does. This is what your brain does. During the day, your brain is calculating and computing. It is trying to figure out stuff. At night, it is filing. It is putting stuff in the category or in the file cabinet. That's why the scripture says don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Yeah. Because if you go to sleep like this, your mind is going to file the way you think as the as as an acceptable mindset. Yeah. And you mad right now. Uh-huh. Amen. Glory to God. So with you being mad, your brain is gonna literally file that and say, that's the way we think from now on. Jesus. Glory to God. Are y'all with me? Yeah. All right. So th th this is when the enemy establishes his presence in your life. We want to know how the enemy operates. He's in those hiding places. He's in those strongholds. That's what that, that, that stronghold term means. It means safe place. It is the place where the enemy is hiding. He's in those hiding places. And as he's in those hiding places, he's working from the inside out by getting you to do these three things. Number one, entertain, believe, and confess. Entertain, believe, and confess. Three things that the enemy is getting you to do. He's getting you to, number one. Thank y'all. Y'all stay with me. We still in church. I know we're in the, back. We're in the, we're in the classroom right now. We're still in church. Amen. Glory to God. The enemy want to get you to do what? Entertain. Now listen, what, watch what happens. When you entertain what the enemy is telling you, something else happens. 
The next thing that happens after you entertain, guess what you start doing? You start believing what he told you. He can't get you to believe his lies if you don't entertain it. Come on. That's where casting down imaginations come from. Can I pastor right now to you all? Amen. Can, can, can I teach in a way that our people leave here and desire to grow and we see that growth start to manifest? Yes, sir. Amen. See, I could have had this in the sanctuary. I could have done this. I could have preached. I could have I shared it. You could have shouted. But, 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 but on the inside this morning, I woke up. I said, Lord, I, I really, well, yesterday morning when I woke up, I said, Lord, I really want to make sure they're getting it. I want to make sure. I want to slow down for a second. Do this in the back classroom to make sure we're getting this. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I want to make sure we're getting it. Good to see you, SJ. Amen. Glory to God. Come on, say we're getting it. We're getting it. After I entertain his lies, I begin to believe his lies. After I believe his lies, guess what I start to do? Now, when I confess, I'm taking it on as mine. I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it. His lies about me. I'm confessing. I'm entertaining. I'm believing. I'm embracing. If I entertain, it's going to lead me to believe. I got to cast it down when it show up. If I entertain, it is going to lead me to believe. If I entertain, it is going to lead me to believe. If I start believing, I'll start saying. If I start saying, it'll start showing up in, in, in heavy magnitude in my life. In other words, I will never be able to get rid of what I'm confessing. Glory to God. Amen. That was good to write down somewhere. I will never be able to get rid of what I'm confessing. If I confess that I'm weak, if I confess that I'm a victim, if I confess the enemy is out to get me, if I confess all these things, then it develops in me an attitude because I've entertained his lies. I believe those lies. Yeah. I confess those lies. Glory to God. And now I can't get rid of it because I confess it. Amen. So a stronghold, this is what a definition for the stronghold is. Come on, read it out loud with me. Read. Any disruptive and destructive thought pattern that is contrary. In other words, it, 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 listen to what the scripture says. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, Dr. Levine, it says this. It says that for the weapons of our warfare are not going to mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. It says that we have weapons. But these weapons are used to pull down thought patterns in ourselves. See, we always want to use weapons on, on somebody else. Come on. We want to use weapons on other people. When God says, no, I gave you weapons to use on you. You're the one that need. you're the one that got a war going on in your own head. That's me. Y'all ain't got to, you ain't got, you ain't got to. You ain't got to raise your hand about it. I'll be the one. I'll be, I'll be the scapegoat right now. Amen. Amen. The one that, I mean, you, you're smiling at people. You're ruling because we're believing it by faith. We're declaring it by faith. But sometimes it's just hard to say it out of our mouth because of everything that's going on in our head. But he says, I gave you weapons to demolish these strongholds and pull them down. So let's go into the next one. Some important aspects of understanding your mental construct. Let's write that on the board. Mental construct. Mental construct. These are in, uh, important points to understand. I, I, know, I know that's a clinical term right there. Mental construct is a clinical term. But watch how that word construct. Um, it reminds us, it's the root word for the term construction. What are some of the things that go on on a construction site? Come on, talk to me somebody. You're, being, you're building. All right, glory to God. What else? You're tearing down. Amen. Glory to God. What else? You got signs that are up. Amen. Glory to God. 
You're measuring. Amen. Come on, talk to me. Talk to me, uh, church. Amen. Look, I'm going to say class. You got dust everywhere. Amen. Come on, talk to me. What else is going on? You got heaven. You got noise. You got dust. You got, in fact, it looked chaotic. Come on. It's not neat. It's not in order. It's not clean. It's not all swept and, and the, the concrete already laid. All that, that don't take place in the construction part. So listen to, listen to me. Listen to me tonight, you all. If for some reason, in your mind, your life looked like a construction site, it's okay. There's like stuff everywhere. You got stuff that are in piles over there. You got a trash pile over there. You don't even have the bathrooms working, so you got a porta potty over there. You got you got you got people coming in and out of the construction site. Dust is everywhere. You don't have neat, clean looking people. Even the foreman get dirty on the construction site. They might not be as filthy as everybody else, but even the foreman get dirty. And your life might look like that right now. But if that's the case, don't fret. It's okay. It's okay. Come on, look at somebody and say, it's okay. it's okay. Because your mind is designed to be constructed. And you don't get to build a victorious thought life without a construction site. So the reason my life looks like it's a mess right now, see, my life was fine before we started this series. At least you thought it was. But when you start this series, now you have to start tearing down stuff and building stuff. And stuff just gets scattered everywhere. Glory to God. Some relationships got challenged when we started hiding places. When we started talking about stubbornness and, and the victim mindset, uh, you, you, things started happening at your job, started happening in your family, started happening with your kids, started happening in your marriage, started happening everywhere. You got all these things that started happening. God is saying, I'm only one, I only want to use this as an opportunity to, to use you as a construction site to build. Somebody say amen. 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 That's the mental construct. So watch some, some important aspects of understanding your mental construct. Here we are. The first thing. We talked about neuroplastic. Neuroplasticity, you remember what that is. That is when, you're, when, when the brain can change and regrow solely through thought patterns. In other words, my brain has plasticity. It is shapeable. My, my, my brain is able to take shape to the way I think. And if I thought a certain way long enough, then my brain adjusts to that way of thinking and said, this is, this is what it is. That's where we get that term. It is... Come on, talk to me. Y'all gonna talk to me tonight? Don't make me feel like I'm working harder than I should be working right now. So your mind just go ahead and embrace it and say, okay, this is the way it is. And go and, and that's how you are in life. You just begin to think like that, think like that, think like that. You begin to think like that until there's something else that happens. And now you begin to get truth and you begin to realize that's not the way I think. Because some of us were thinking like this, that I don't need nobody. I don't have to be around nobody. I just, I just, I just, I, nobody, you got to earn your right into my space and all of that. We thought that until we started seeing scriptures. And now I have to reshape the way I think to be vulnerable and exposed to people. Because last time I tried that, I got hurt. And my brain adjusted to that hurt. Glory to God. Are y'all with me right now? Yes. Amen. So, now you open yourself up and you're growing this neuroplastic. The next one was neurogenesis. Neurogenesis was the fact that new cells are birthed daily for my mental benefit. In other words, 
God calls new brain cells to show up every single This is scientifically proven. You hear me, man of God? This is scientifically proven that you get new cells in your brain every single day. The scripture calls it this way, Toy. It says, for his mercies are new every day. Glory to God. Every day, God gives me new. He's so concerned, first lady, about me having soundness of mind that he gives me new cells every day. The problem has been... I waste the sales that I get today on what happened yesterday. And it hinders me. So now it cripples me in my thinking when God said, I want you to walk in victory today. I want you to walk in victory today. But I can't use these sales because I keep thinking about what they did and how it happened and what I did and what's going on. And I don't use it for the new sales are for today. Come on, somebody says for today. I'm still not into where we're going today. I got to move faster than this. I use the word of God. Here's another thing that I need to learn. I use the word. God to shape my faith and govern my decisions. My decisions are important. Number one, the first thing that my decisions do, I pull down strongholds through the choices I make. Well, point eight, here, here's what my decisions do. Come on, read it with me. The wrong choice will kill certain brain cells that are designed for your victory. Your spirit automatically knows when you're born again, your spirit knows what's good. The moral law of God has been established in your spirit. Are y'all with me? Amen. Come on in. Come on in, y'all. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Find a seat. Get a paper. Amen. Glory to God. Get one of these. Amen. Glory to God. Find a seat where you can see an open chair. Amen. So watch the, watch the, watch the, my spirit knowing. But coach, when, when, when I, when I'm presented with a situation and I don't choose the thing that God says, my brain automatically begins to wither. The cells begin to die. Let me say it this way. I call brain cause brain damage to myself when I think like this. When I don't choose to seize the moment to believe God, I cause brain damage to myself. This is not something that I'm making up. This is not only biblically proven, this is scientifically proven as well. Amen. So not only that, let's go to the next one. The next thing your choices do. Come on, read it with me in the reads. Your choices send a signal to file as acceptable or appropriate. That's what we talked about. When you choose to do a certain thing, like I choose from now on, I choose not to answer your calls or to speak to you when we show up at church or to be around you when we get around the family, and I choose to do that, your brain automatically say, oh, that's what we're doing. So the next time somebody else, God can't even send somebody in your life that is God-ordained because your brain has now filed it as that's not what we do. We don't let people get close to us. If you can't say amen, say I'm the man. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Your brain says that when, when you don't seize a moment to fight the giant, you don't rise to that place of fighting the giant, and then your brain automatically says that we, 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 don't, we don't step up to challenges. If it gets too hard, we quit. Ooh, that's good. All right, so let's go to some symptoms, symptoms of a victim mentality. All right, glory to God. We're going to write this down. Some symptoms of a victim mentality. Let's go ahead. This is from Psychology Today. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't come up with this. This is actually a, a bunch of doctors that uh, some are Christian uh, therapists and some are not, but they, are, uh, they, they, they did some studies, and this is what they came up with their empirical research. Come on in. Glory to God. Come on in, smooth. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is my Uncle Burnell right here, everybody. Amen. Glory to God. Have a seat wherever you see a chair at. Amen. Glory. Hey, y'all. Amen. Glory to God. 
All right, so, so watch how this works now. What's the first thing that y'all, uh, uh, the first thing, a symptom of a victim mentality? Read it out loud, number one. Come on, let's read it together and it reads. The key word in it is feel. Come on, look at somebody and say it's just a feeling. I know you don't think you can do this. How many of you have been in a situation, something that is going on, and you said this here? I can't do this no more. Come on, let me see your hands if you've done that before. Don't worry. Raise your hands again. Look at everybody around you with their hands raised. I'm not talking about you. It is, it, is, it, is, it is proof that everybody else is dealing with this as well. Come on in. Amen. Glory to God. Come on in. Have a seat, baby. Have a seat. We pray today's message was a blessing to you. If you are interested in partnering with us or supporting with a financial contribution, be sure to visit our website, www.heavenlyhope.church. And remember, it is our God-given assignment to make everywhere we go look more like heaven. Until next time, God bless.